Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. The weekend is here. Good morning to you. How you feeling yes, out there, Yee? Where you at, Yee? I'm in Atlanta. Are y'all in ATL? Yes, sir. I'm in Atlanta. Uh, it's been a long day, but it's been great. Yesterday, I actually had a chance to talk to Julie Talbot, who is our president of Premier Networks. That's the company that syndicates the Breakfast Club in all these markets over 100 cities every morning. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the whole uh, Atlanta family out there. And shout out to uh, iHeartRadio. You know, I was out in Atlantic City. You know, the car show is in two weeks. So we just got to make sure everything is right. Like I said, I usually do indoor events, indoor arenas. So this time we're doing it outdoors. A lot of things that you don't necessarily think of when you rent an indoor arena. You got water. You have bathrooms. You have uh, toilets. You have electricity. You have you don't have to worry about the, the elements outside. So we just wanted to make sure we protect people if it's too hot to have misting tents. If it starts to rain, we have tents to cover people. We have picnic tables. We have food trucks and all that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That is August 14th in Atlantic City. So we're making it a weekend. Friday night's an all-white party. Saturday's the car show. And then Sunday is educational. We're going to do a real estate seminar. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Your favorite celebrity cars from Little Uzi Vert, French Montana, Fabulous, Little Kim, um, Nas's Cars, Currency. Um, I'm forgetting anybody. Mm, and that's about it. We got a lot of a lot of special surprises, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. So definitely get your tickets. And Yee's coming down with her her juices, right? Uh, yes, drink fresh juice. We should be there as well. We actually just started selling it yesterday in our juice bar, uh, Juices for Life in Brooklyn. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. So we'll but it's Friday, and I'm so excited. Y'all don't even understand. It's been a lot. I have to go to Miami today too. So what's going on in Miami? I'm actually, I'm hosting a Bitcoin conference on a yacht. Okay, nice. <laughs> and Rick Ross is performing. I know it's very odd, but um, yes. Okay, it's called it's called the Seafair. I think it's like supposed to be the biggest yacht in Miami or something like that. So it is open to the public if anybody is in Miami and it's like I want to learn more about Bitcoin. I was actually excited to do it because I do want to learn more about it. So okay, all right. Well, today, um, the brothers from EYL will be joining us. Earn your leisure. They'll be here talking about a lot of the stuff that they're doing in a new festival that they have coming up called Invest Fest. We'll talk to him about that. And also, comedian D-Ray Davis will be joining us. Shout out nice. to D-Ray, comedian Davis. He's going to be in New York all weekend performing at Caroline's Comedy Club. So we're going to chop it up with him. He's always a cool dude. I seen him in a club. Um, at what club? I don't even I was in Atlanta, actually. And, you know, I, I, I love D-Ray. He always shows a lot of support. He always shows the Breakfast Club a lot of support. So when I was in a club, I bought him a bottle. And he was like, <laughs> he walked up to me. He was like, nobody's ever bought me a bottle. I'm like, bro, if wow. you don't get out of here, I'm just giving you your flowers, man. I love you to death. We love you. He was just so happy. So, shout you were trying to. Okay. Trying to what? Nothing. I can't get my brother a bottle? No, you can. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? 
Well, let's talk about what well, I'm sure you guys want to talk about the draft. So we'll discuss that. And then we are going to talk about uh, Joe Biden speaking on the pandemic and uh, some new incentives to encourage people to get vaccinated. All right. We'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. I'm so Charlemagne is on his way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now let's talk basketball. Russell Westbrook traded to the Lakers. You didn't anticipate that, did you? Um, or did no. you? I, I, th- I knew he was going around. I was hoping maybe he'd come to the Knicks, but uh, Lakers, I mean, I guess that is a super team. I mean, right? He was traded for uh, Kyle Kuzma and, and uh, two other players. I think that's I think that's a great look. I mean, I think the Lakers are going to be a competitor. Uh, I think the Brooklyn Nets is going to be Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers next year. That's just my opinion, early predictions. Now, in the draft, Caden Cunningham was... Uh, Picked number one, he went to the Detroit Pistons. Jalen Green was picked number two to the Houston Rockets. And uh, Evan Mobley was picked number three, went to the Cavaliers. Top three players. All right, now President Joe Biden is really trying to make sure that people are getting vaccinated. And he wants to do more to incentivize vaccination, offering $100 to people who get vaccinated and also reimbursing small and medium-sized businesses for offering employees paid leave to get their family members vaccinated. Here's what he had to say. So today, I'm calling on all states and local governments to use funding they have received, including from the American Rescue Plan, to give $100 to anyone who gets fully vaccinated. I know the pain people who get vaccinated might sound unfair to folks who've gotten vaccinated already. But here's the deal. If incentives help us beat this virus, I believe we should use them. I mean, I'm with them. If if they're saying that, you know, more vaccinated people are allowed the country to open up and, and less people die. And I, I totally agree. But my problem is where are we getting this money from? It just seems like we just print money like it's nothing. It seems like we were in debt. But now all of a sudden we just press money. We give money. We oh, here's a hundred dollars. Oh, we're going to do more stimulus checks. We just, just where is this money coming from? We're like, when, when do we pay it back? I mean, it is literally a life or death situation right now, though. Mm-hmm. So at a time like this, you do have to uh, figure it out. Now, he did say at this time, no COVID-19 vaccine has received full approval from the FDA, and that might be contributing to vaccine hesitancy. Uh, but he did say that you have to take into consideration people's religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so make sure people's personal beliefs are taken into consideration as well. And I know we've been having all these conversations about how you can still get the virus, even if you are vaccinated. Right. right. And what they are saying is this Delta variant spreads so quickly. It's like the chicken pox. So even if you're vaccinated, you can get it just like any unvaccinated person. The difference is that the vaccine does prevent more than 90 percent of severe disease, but it may be less effective at preventing infection or transmission. So you can still spread it through a community. That's why they want everybody to, even if you're vaccinated, continue to wear your mask indoors. And it does reduce the risk if you're vaccinated of severe disease or death tenfold. And it also reduces the risk of infection threefold. Right. All right. I just wonder what, right. what what's next for the U.S. as far as are they going to shut the country back down or are they going to slow They're things up? They're not saying that. Lollapalooza is going on right now in Chicago. <laughs> but, you know, they are saying even if you're vaccinated, make sure you wear that mask. Gotcha. So. All right. All right. OK. You said all right. Oh, no, no I, thought, I thought we lost you for a second. No, no, no. I thought you were saying, all right, well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open. Again, the number's 800-585-1051. Maybe you're having a great weekend. Or maybe Charlemagne just walked in. What up, Charlotte? 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, MV? What's up, Trav? Hey, Hey, Trav. What's up, babe? What's up, boo? What's up, Star? Peace, sis. What's happening? Uh, how are you? How are you? How are you? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I want to talk about, um... I want to talk about Lil Boosie, man. Mm-hmm. Like, Lil, Lil, Lil Boosie is homophobic, bro. This man said he was going to drag Lil Nas off the stage and beat his A. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was that was, that was was quite believe, foolish. I can't believe that somebody who did a Lil Fergie song got dunked here today and not Lil Boosie. Well, yeah, I mean, the, look, the guy who did the little Fergie song is actually affecting the, the 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 whole United States of America, bro. Like you know, and as I said during Donkey Today yesterday, I know I know that we pay attention to certain things, but it's a much bigger fish, you know, out here to be fried in this in this country right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I get that. And uh, I was gonna say one more thing, man. People gotta stop trying to force me to be mad at the baby, yo. Like I don't think the baby was being homophobic. I do think that the baby, um made a very, very dumb comment, um, well, com- comment, especially about people that may be living with HIV or AIDS, which that can be, you know, straight or gay or man or woman. And mm-hmm. yeah, I do, I do, I do think that um, he made very dumb comments. I don't think that he was intentionally being homophobic. I don't think that he hate gay people. Yeah, I don't think that was his intention. I mean, it's just about impact, though, right? I mean, people have people have a right to be offended. Yeah, people definitely have a right to be offended. People definitely have a right, right to be offended. Nobody can make me be mad and Trav you are and you're, and you're a gay man that's very important to say because somebody might be listening to this and not know you know the history of you calling the show you are a gay man correct yes, yes. So sometimes I'm gay Sometimes. Whoa. Oh, come on. Now, Jack's wait a minute it. now. What does that mean? Now, Boosie, 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 that sounds like Boosie when he said that little boys be trying to be straight now. I'm trying I'm trying to be straight out here, man. I'm trying to be straight out here, man. <laughs> no, he's Goodbye, not. Goodbye, <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is uh, Jay. Jay, that sounds like a fake name, but what's up, bro? Get it off yeah. your chest. Yeah, it's really fee, but they usually hang up on me when I say No way. Fee. Oh, why yeah. they hang up when you say fee? But go ahead, bro. Get it off your chest. Man. I don't know. Is Charlamagne there yet? Yes, He's sir. Here. All right. So first, I want to say good morning, Angela Yee, aka Angela Lee, aka Goddess of the LA. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Doctor LL McKelvey. Yes, sir. Aka Charlamagne the God. Yes, sir. That's me. Aka Big Five Thanos. What? <laughs> what? What Thanos? Thick thighs Thanos. Thick thighs Thanos. Triple T out here. Thanos. Triple T in these streets. Yes, sir. And Mr. LaShawn Casey, a.k.a. Real Estate Copy, a.k.a. No DJ Inlay, the DJ that doesn't play the records on the radio. All right. Oh, okay. Fair yes, enough. He says wanna, he doesn't play the records. I want I want to thank you guys for feeding the culture. Like, you reach everybody from zero to 100, people that doesn't have much and trying to start businesses, uh, reaching people about their health, also financial, and, you know, things okay. like that. All right. What do you do? I'm just curious. What's your what's your day-to-day? Well, I'm actually blind. And the situation okay. that I have today, I want to ask Dr. McKelvey, you know, I spoke to you on your birthday and I have a later friend who's trying to need some help with getting a book published. 
Oh, okay. And you told me to reach out, have a reach out to you on IG, and we've been doing that ever since, and we're not getting any response. All right, I'm going to follow up today. Okay, and her name is Cian. Cian? Yes. I got you, bro. I'm going to follow up today. All right, brother. You have a good one. I got you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Olivia. Hey, Olivia, get it off your chest. Hi, just wanted to let you guys know that I love you, all of you guys. Um, and what you guys are doing for the community is amazing. Um, Charlemagne, you need to keep wax on Brilliant Idiot because he's amazing on there. Lord have mercy. Um, I got you. <laughs> um, and Envy, you guys need to like continue with the podcast. I know you guys are super busy, um, but like we miss you guys. And Angela, we love you, um, and we can't wait to see you guys go back in person. Well, well thank, thank you, you so much. Hopefully we appreciate we the podcast that. Podcast back up next week. You, you know, know, Gears Gears pregnant, and the car show's been crazy. But hopefully, the plan is to get started back up next week. We appreciate that energy, thank though. You, though. Thank yeah, you. and can I just shout out my Instagram? Of course. Um, it's Vanilla Rose V I sorry V A N I I L L A Rose R O S E all one word. Um, it's a lot of positivity, fitness, family. Um, Angela, especially you, if you can go follow me, it'll be amazing. Yes, ma'am, I got you. All right, thank you, mama. Hello, who's this? Yeah, hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, peace and blessings. Porta potty guy, what's up? Uh, Sean, Sean Stone. Stone. Sean Stone. NB, my name is Sean Stone, brother. Tell him to stop playing with you, Sean. Tell him you're a grown ass man. You're not porta potty guy no more. Is my name. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, uh, Charlamagne, I want you to check out this girl. She's my friend, right? Uh, mm. She's a motivational speaker. Her name is uh, on Instagram is D R B E A R D seven underscore. Uh, she just also wrote a book, and I was trying to shoot my shot with her, man. I wanted you guys wanted to help me, man. Why you want me to check her out? Well, she's an author. She's a black woman. Oh, got you. So that's why I wanted you to check her out. I want he feels like if he could hook her up with something, then you know she's gonna be like, "Oh, he's oh. so amazing! I think I like him." Oh, like if you, if like if you get her a book deal or something, you know what I mean? Then you know, well, there you go. You think she might well, holler at you? Well, if she gets to speak to you guys, because she don't believe that I know you guys. But if she gets to speak to you guys, then I maybe have a shot. I'm just wondering if you guys could help me out, man. <laughs> Yo, Sean, I, want, I just want to tell you real quick, like you don't know us. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk on the radio. We don't know each other. You know what I mean? Years, man. It's like I'm the distant cousin, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. I need y'all help. Fair enough. He's, out, he's been supporting us and, and family. What's her name? Time. We'll give her a big shout out so she'll know. What's her, her name? name? Her name is Daphne Beard, and she loves Charlamagne. She loves the Breakfast Club. So can you give her a shout out, please? Daphne what? Beard. Beard? Like beer? Yeah. No, beard. Like a beard. beard. Oh, beard. oh, salute to uh, Sean Stone's beard, Daphne. Oh, you, know, you know what I mean? We mm-hmm. appreciate you, Queen. All right. Thank you for, for listening for to her, The Breakfast Club. Yes, but her Instagram is D-R-B-E-A-R-D-7. Charlamagne, check her out. She's a great black woman, 33 years old, doing her thing. And we got the same birthday, September the 20th. Crazy. Uh, oh, that's dope. She know you like her? I, she know I really like her. And that's why I'm trying to shoot my shot. And I need your help, man. Please. 
We said we we shopping around. I don't know what you. Well, good luck. No, but I I rather call her on the radio. You know nah, I mean? we not doing that. You, you want to? <laughs> we not doing that. Well, we, she, of the, course, MV would say something like we that. We not doing that nah, because we don't want to set nothing up, and we don't we don't know how this relationship gonna go. We don't know. Who yeah, we I don't like. Person, you know what I mean? Yeah, we, don't, we just don't it know. Might go great though, MV. Huh? Come on, that might be my wife though, MV. I mean, you never want to help me out, MV. I love you. That is true. Well, send us the number. Did you just say you was in love with MV? Send us the number, bro. Send us, uh, uh, Anjali, I'm going to text you the number, okay? And your DM. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm gotcha. At G, thanks. See, so you set them up. We all know what that relationship goes. I'm going to just let her know. Like, look, man, Sean cashed out us $100 a piece and asked us to call you. Because <laughs> Sean be going through his, his Sometimes Sean be positive. Sometimes Sean be, you know what I mean? You just don't know. Yeah. You said Sean He's up human. With, you said Sean up with this lady and Sean wilds out. Then it's on you because you well, said it. Well, that's, that's every relationship. I do feel like that, though, when it comes to hooking my homegirls up with, with, with dudes, though. I'm, I'm like, I stay out of that. I stay out of it. Nope, you're on your own. I've done some great hookups where people have gotten married after, so. Yeah, there's no, some nasty know. ones, too. Yeah, some didn't work out. See? <laughs> Get it off your but chest. But, I mean, that's life. I mean, you know, it's a lot of relationships don't work. I just right? don't want to be a part but of it. But the ones it. that do, it feels great. I just don't know Sean Stone like that. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> she can make her own decision. There you, you can go. Be like, he likes you. We shout I don't out. really know there him like go. that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, and the connection between Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston will tell you what Dolly Parton did that always reminds her of Whitney, and she actually used some money that she got because of Whitney Houston to do it. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now, let's start with NBA. Russell Westbrook traded to the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers gave up a lot. Uh, Kuzma, Harold, Pope, and a first-round pick. Pope, Harold, yeah, and Kuzma. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Lakers need some shooters and more defense. Somebody like Kyle Lowry would have been a better fit with uh, Davis and Braun. I can't, I can't see Russ working in a system where he's the third option. I don't know. If, I don't know if Russ, Russ game complements Davis and Braun. Like they got those big three at the top, but mm-hmm. the rest of the roster is, is thin. Needs a lot of work. Well, if they're able to work it together, boy, I think they're gonna be a powerful team. I think it'll be them in the Nets next year. No, I think so. Absolutely not. Who do you think? Out of the West, honestly, Clay Thompson come back healthy, bro. Golden State, Golden State with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Wiseman still developing. I, I like the Warriors. Nah, I think the Lakers. And they got, a, they got, a, they just got a deeper roster. All right, and then uh, the draft was last night. Uh, Cunningham, Cade Cunningham went to the Pistons, number one pick. Number two pick was Jalen Green. He went to the Houston Rockets. And Evan Mobley, number three pick, went to the Cavaliers. Now, what else we got, Yee? All right, well, Mark Zuckerberg is talking about Facebook's next product release. And looks like it's going to be the Ray-Ban Smart Glasses. So they said these comments came during an earnings call on Wednesday. And they're doing this in partnership with Essilor Luxottica. So basically, the glasses let you do some pretty neat things and make progress on the journey toward full augmented reality glasses Lord in the future. Mercy. The intention is to one day be an all-out replacement for your phone. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. That's too close to the brain. Some people use it now, though. And, and they have, like, some kind but of you like, put the phone uh, right next to your head anyway, too, yeah, don't you? you? Do, yeah, but what, imagine the distractions you would have if you had on a, a Ray-Ban sunglasses that had the capabilities of your smartphone. Like, what did that even mean, by the way? I'm well, sure he you said any talk media... into it and text from talking and you can see it on your lens. It'd be, yeah. You don't want that in your life. You know what kind of distraction that would be? 
Well, he also said uh, last month at a tech conference in France, it can just be an app that your glasses project onto the wall. So he said, oh my God. Uh, any media, any art, any screen for any TV in the future won't actually need to exist physically. That's dope. People will never be paying attention to the world around them, ever. Like, at all. Like, they pay the now? Exactly. The same way everybody looking down at their phones, they'll have their shades on. Every, every Everybody's going to look like Stevie Wonder because they're going to be in their own world with their shades on. People are already in their own world right now. Matter of fact, they're they not going to look phone. like When you're sitting at a restaurant, you look around, everybody's looking down at their phone. That's right. They, matter of fact, they're not going to look like Stevie Wonder because Stevie Wonder is way more aware of everything that's going on around yes. him than those people would be. Yeah. All right, now Google has now banned Sugar Daddy apps from their Android store. Hating and on that change man. does take effect September 1st. So according to a notice to developers, they said we're updating the inappropriate content policy to institute new restrictions on sexual contact, specifically prohibiting compensated sexual relationships. They, 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 so, that, that's kind of hate, ain't it? Why is that hate? Because if the old rich man want to pay for poom poom, what's wrong with that? Right, right now, the Google Play Store has Seeking Arrangement, Sugar Daddy Meet, and Sugar Daddy Dating that promises <laughs> to connect wealthy people with younger or more attractive partners. Don't even worry about it. Facebook got plenty of sugar daddies. Just go on, on over to Facebook, y'all. That's where all the sugar daddies at, okay? How's it been going? I don't need one. You don't need one? No. <laughs> All right, and let's talk about Biden. He is encouraging everybody to uh, implement vaccine incentives where they live. You know, we told you yesterday in New York, if you get vaccinated, you get $100. Well, now he wants that to happen uh, all over. Here's what he had to say. So today, I'm calling on all states and local governments to use funding they have received, including from the American Rescue Plan, to give $100 to anyone who gets fully vaccinated. I know the pain people who get vaccinated it might sound unfair to folks who've gotten vaccinated already. But here's the deal. If incentives help us beat this virus, I believe we should use them. Uh, all of that is cool, but they would get more people to get the vaccine if it was fully approved by the FDA. I've been hearing a lot of people say that they want to wait until the FDA fully approves the COVID vaccine before they get it. I think that's more than fair. Right. And that was acknowledged, too. Uh, they released a statement at this time. No COVID-19 vaccine has received full approval from the FDA. And this may be contributing to vaccine hesitancy across our country. That's right. We must ask the administration to craft any such mandate with care and consideration of our members, individual contraindictions, as well as their closely held personal and religious beliefs. Yeah. And I don't but think this oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but the CDC did say that this is just as transmissible as the chickenpox. Huh? So while the Delta variant, uh, oh, yes, it's transferable it's just, it's just as, like the chicken pox. Right yeah, that's cool. And I, I, I don't think companies should mandate the vaccine for employees until the FDA fully approves it. I think it's more than fair uh, for people to say I'm not, I don't want to get the vaccine until it's fully approved by the FDA. What about in hospitals? Like if you work in a hospital, what do you mean? Because then you have to deal with people who have compromised immune systems, and so if you work in a hospital, I know a lot of people were concerned. And, and certain hospitals are saying you have to get vaccinated to work there. But you can still pass it along if you're vaccinated or not, though, right? Yeah, you definitely can. But it does lower the risk of you getting infected, even though they said this Delta variant, uh, you know, obviously mm -hmm. anybody can still get it. So and they are saying everybody still has to wear masks indoors. They say vaccines prevent more than 90 percent of severe disease, but it may be less effective at preventing infection or transmission. Therefore, more breakthrough and more community spread despite vaccination. Hey, all of that's I'm, I'm sure all of that's true. All I'm saying is I can understand people who say they want to wait until it's fully approved by the FDA to get it. I think that's a, a, a very responsible and logical answer. I think so as well.
All right. Well, that is your front page news. Yeah, they can't expect people to just take something that's not approved. I think, Jason, that's that's listen, you can't force people to take something that's not approved. I, that's that's more of a logical answer than right? it's, it's going to be a microchip that's in my body. You know what I mean? I mean it's, it's, it's going to make me Magneto. They created an agency to approve these vaccines yep. and approve these things to make sure people are safe. And now they're saying they're yep. forcing people or they want people to take it and it's not approved. That sounds wow. Well, I mean, it's a yeah, it's an emergency. But, you know, there's a whole process to get approval. And I don't think they can just do that. It's just emergency use now. It, does, it takes longer. So like it's, said, if, if so. people want to wait until it's yeah, fully approved, wait, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see a problem. Wait. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, they're not, not working on it. But yes. So. All right. Well, that yeah. is your front page news. Now, when we come back, we got the brothers from EYL joining us this morning. That's right. The Earn Your Leisure podcast. You can also listen to that on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. But they got uh, something that they're doing called InvestFest. That's right. We're going to talk to them In about August. it when we come back. So don't move. August of this year. We'll talk yes. to them when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Yes, sir. From the Earn Your Leisure podcast, we have Rashad and Troy. Welcome, fellas. What's going on? What's going on, family? First, I want to say thank you guys for supporting and coming through to my car show in uh, Atlanta. You guys had a pop-up. <laughs> yeah, so as yeah, soon as yeah. you guys uh, walked in, you would see all type of amazing cars <laughs> from uh, pink rates to blue Lambos to all yeah. types of things. So yeah. I want to say thank you guys for supporting and, nah. and, and sponsoring me, man. I really appreciate Carchella it. Carchella was yeah. a vibe, man. Thank you for having us. And that was a really dope experience for me because I haven't been to a car show in a very long time. So to be out there and to, you know, catch the vibe, ran into Raekwon randomly. That yeah, was, Raekwon I didn't even was, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm was, like, where'd was, you get that picture? That was dope. Yeah. And just so much love, man. We sold merch. We had, you know, a lot of our friends bought cars out there. So Yeah, shout out to the Atlanta team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, cars are uh, depreciating assets, right? Not right now. <laughs> Not right now. Really? Not right now. Right if, now, if, if you know car, what you're doing, it's the best it time to, to sell because cars are going twenty, thirty, forty thousand over sticker price. So if you have a car and you want to make money, this is the time to sell your car. Yeah. So it's a good investment now. It can be. All right. Mm-hmm. If you're not using it, you could put it on Toro and make an investment. It pays for itself. So it doesn't have to be. What Toro. is that? Break that down. What is that? Yeah. So, Toro is okay. like Airbnb for cars. Okay. So like, you know, it's very similar to what, you know, you have a house or an apartment and you can Airbnb it out. So Toro is the same thing. So it really works well with like, let's say you're living in a city where you might not be mm-hmm. in or it's like you might not need a car. The average person only uses a car for a couple hours a day, if you mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might have your car just sitting for 10 hours a day. So, you can uh, Toro it out and have other people driving it. While oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's just like Airbnb for cars. So yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's really dope. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's legal in New York yet, right? No, no not in New York. No, but, like, yeah. I, I've seen people and heard stories where it's like, I drop my car at the train station and I go to work on the train. I'm there 10 hours a day. Somebody could pick up my car from the train, use it for the 10 hours that I'm at work. Wow. They'll be back at the train station by the time I get home. I drive it home. And now if I do that three times a month, I've already made the car payment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, y'all know how to make money off everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. y'all the credit, dude. He put me on to uh, Swap-A-Lease. You know Ooh, what yeah, Swap-A-Lease? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swap-A-Lease is dope where it's like you can take over somebody's car payment or somebody's lease. So it's like, let's say somebody has a Wraith, mm-hmm. right? And... They put $50,000 down. I had to go that high. That's what I'm saying. You could have went to Toyota. It's okay to act your wage, Rashad. Don't let them shame you. Act your wage, Rashad. Act your wage, Rashad. A lot of change. Let's say they had like $1,200 a month for their car payment, but they fell into hard times. So now they need to get rid of that. So now you can take it over, but they might only like pay for two months. So now technically, like you get the car, you don't have to put the down payment. You're just making it. And then now what you do, you put that on Toro. So now you're actually making money on it. Wow. So 
the car game is crazy, man. It's a lot of yeah. ways to make money yep. on a car. So that the days of saying like a, a the car is a depreciating asset is kind of over mm-hmm. because now you can actually make money with a car if, if you do it correctly. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Now let's talk about this InvestFest that I see you guys uh, announced a couple of a yes, week ago. Sir. Now InvestFest, what is InvestFest? InvestFest. So you know, I always looked at all these different festivals mm-hmm. like um Carche- like Coachella. I said Carchella. Carchella. Essence Fest, Rolling Loud. They just had Rolling Loud, mm-hmm. South by Southwest. And I'm like, the festival's field is just so dope, right? Where it's like thousands of people come together. It's a community. But I'm like, there's nothing like that, for my knowledge, for business and finance. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, we got a huge platform. Why don't we put together the first finance investing festival? Mm-hmm. Invest Fest. So Invest Fest is going to combine everything that we love, culture, but... It's going to combine the elements that we become popular for as far as investing mm-hmm. and and entrepreneurship. So we got a dope lineup: Hill Harper, um, Nineteen Key, Jim Jones, uh, Fabulous, uh, MG the Mortgage Guy, John Henry. Shout out to my boy Ian Dunlap, yes, uh, Wall Street Trapper, Ronnie Brown, Neo. Just added to the lineup. So we're gonna have two hundred small business vendors, kind of like Essence Fest, where mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna have a room with like two hundred small business vendors where you can sell anything that you want, like you know, merch, um, candles, all kinds of stuff like that. We're gonna have twenty food trucks outside, um, and then we're gonna have like live podcasts. We're gonna have fireside chats. We're gonna have yeah. performances. So don't forget the EYL truck. The EYL truck will be there. <laughs> so it, we really just wanted to just have a, a a thing where it could be an annual event. It's going to be in Atlanta the last weekend of August, and it's going to be, God willing, an annual event that gets bigger and bigger every single year. And just kind of be like a pilgrimage for anybody that's interested in investing or business. You can come there. You can network with thousands of people, and you can just get game. So that's something that we we put together. It's it's the weekend of August 27th, and we're really, really excited about it. So so many times we've heard people, like especially in the celebrity world or entertainment world, like, oh, they were an early investor in something, right, whether it be Ring or it was Google. And we kind of sat there like, how come we've never been invited to these type of situations? Mm-hmm. And so rather than complain about it, we said, let's create one, right? So now we got commerce and culture blended together in one place, right? So if I have a startup company, this is a place for me, mm-hmm. right? If I'm a VC and I'm looking for startups, this is the place for me. So now it's not like this invite-only society. We're bringing it for our culture by us for them. That's what I love about it. I love the fact that y'all blend in culture with financial literacy because, you know, you can have a million music festivals. Yeah. Right, you right, know right. what I mean? But what about some festivals that actually teach y'all people something? Let's make that fly. Let's make yeah. that fresh. Yeah. And they do and they do have it. Uh, white people do this all the time. And and I'm just happy that now we have our own. Yeah, right. you know I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing else. It's, it's they have these festivals and these events and they get 10, 20, 30,000 people. And half the time, what they're saying, they don't even know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or they're lying to our people. So I was really excited to see this because now it's it's somebody who was it was in the business that invest in the business that has people that invest in the business, not just real estate, not just stocks and bonds, not just uh, Toro, not just this, that and the other, not just trucking. But you have a whole heap of people that's in one place. A lot of times people come and be like, you know what? I don't want to do stocks and bonds, so this might not be for me. Yeah. Right, 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 right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that part is not for exactly. you, but we have trucking. I don't want to do trucking. Well, we have vending. Well, I don't want to do vending. Well, we have real estate. I don't want to do real estate. And that's what I love about it. It's so many different angles where people can just learn. Or, or you can do them all. Like, yeah, I try yeah, to do yeah, them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, the thing. Yeah, that, that's what I think. That's what we really wanted to like. That's what our podcast pretty much is. Like, a little bit of everything. So that's what we wanted to make InvestFest, like a smorgasbord. And we wanted to make it where it's not about us. Mm-hmm. That's right. why it's called InvestFest. It's not like EYL Fest. And we're going to do other things where it's just us, like live podcasts and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. for this, we wanted to just take our name out of it 
and highlight other people yeah. and really give a platform. And, and it's like people have just been really receptive. Like, shout out to Jim, Jim Jones. We was in the studio with him and we was telling him about it. He's like, why am I not invited? I need to be a part of this capital <laughs> yeah, yeah. coin. I need to talk about it. So I'm like, come on. So we've been getting a lot of that since we announced it. A bunch of people been hitting us up like, yo, I need to be a part of this. How can I get down? So, yeah. you know, what, it's what, been dope. What are going to be some of the other panels? So we got a crypto panel. Mm -hmm. We got a real estate panel, stocks. Um, venture capitalism, venture capital, uh, international investing. Uh, we got mental wellness. Uh, we got investing for your kids. It's a lot. Uh, what else we got? Music, uh, culture, culture, and music and uh, crypto. Yep. Um, so yeah, we got pretty much like a lot of different things. All right, we got more with Earn Your Leisure. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the brothers from EYL, Earn Your Leisure. Now, on your podcast, you guys interview so many people. So how do you know who's legit and who's fake? How do y'all go through to see who's actually doing it? A lot of stuff. So this year, we actually, um, a lot of things that we did on the podcast previously, we actually starting businesses mm -hmm. with. So like trucking, once again, shout out to Alex. Um, we know he's legit because we actually have a truck right. and he held our hand through it and um, it's been up and running for about three months now. Yeah. Um, we have positive cash flow. It's ups and downs like anything, but we went through the we went through his portal, got the driver, got the CDL, got the, all of that <laughs> stuff, process, and now yeah. we up and running and you know the truck is on the road. Shout out to everybody that's been seeing the truck. Our boy Vendor is Kashif. Yeah. We Shout just we about to put vending machines in our in our high school. Mm -hmm. So that's like the ultimate litmus test, right? Yeah. If you can actually do it. Shout out to Wall Street Trap and shout out to Ian. They both have taught us a lot about stocks and we're in group chats and we made money off of plays that they actually told us. Matt, uh, we buy real estate with Matt. So, you know what I mean? We know like- Matt I, has saved a zillion and more people that <laughs> yeah, listen to this Breakfast Club yeah. so all the time. So that's, um, that's yeah. my new thing, honestly, because it's like, you know, there's always different things where it's like somebody might not be who they say, whatever. So my new thing is like, all right, let me run a play with you. At least I can co-sign yeah, you yeah, if anybody. That's the motto. It was like, we, I always say this. It's like, we're going to give you the information. The application's on you, mm -hmm. right? We'd be a fool not to actually apply the information we're getting to. So like you said, everything that we, we have somebody come on, they give us information. It's like, all right, let's see if we can do this. And now that we have a resource in the person who taught it, it makes it a lot easier. All right, we're just going to call you. All right, vending machine. Who sh wh where should I be getting the vending machines from? Right, where do I get the... The, uh, the the suppliers from but we're, and he's giving that play to us directly where we don't have to find it you know what I'm saying and it's a good it's a good a good play for both because now it's good marketing for them because mm -hmm. right. they can say okay earn your leisure made money by using you know, my technique and then also it's a revenue stream for us but it also lets us know like alright this is something that can actually work in real life so we plan on doing that with Airbnb yep. we plan on doing that with mobile homes because these are things that we already have relationships with these people so right. it's like why not right. make money with them also mm -hmm. so that's crazy as you're saying that we, we actually turned the vending biz into two businesses mm -hmm. it was crazy so we obviously knew that we needed to have somewhere to store the stuff right and we needed to travel with it and so we are like alright well how can we benefit from this so we, we actually gonna get a Sprinter and now the Sprinter is gonna carry the, all the supplies to the, the school, number one. But then number two, we're going to wrap it and it's going to turn to something on Toro where we can lease out the Sprinter. Wow. So the school's only going to be operating from 7.30 to 3. But people need the Sprinter to, at night or they might right. need to take it to the airport. That's now you got two businesses operating off from one. And it's like when you look at Earn Your Leisure too, we employ a lot of people, a lot of black people. So it's like for that vending machine business, it's like we don't have time to run vending machines. But, yeah. you know, our young boy shop to Abdullah. Yes, uh, sir. And... Mm -hmm. And Domini. Domini. Yep. So these are young kids that went to the same high school as us, but they're a lot younger than us. So this is their opportunity to be business partners with us, and they're going to run the day-to-day -day operations. 
So we do that with a lot of businesses that we we're in where it's like, we might not have time to actually run it, but we have other friends of ours that we grew up with. And we, so that's really group economics and that's how we, we look at it. So all of these different businesses is at least like five to 10 people that's getting employed, right. that's making money, that's becoming entrepreneurs. So it's like a lot of times people were so like, we so critical of each other, mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. for some reason, I don't know what we so critical of each other, but we never peel back the layers. Like even yeah. going to Envy's car show, it's like, I right, Envy's got a car show. He made so much money, but look how many people was employed mm-hmm. from being at allegedly that car made show. So much money. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. No, I'm just saying that's how, that's how people might look at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like the, the, those events create opportunities, opportunities for everybody. Else. Exactly. Even like Invest Fest, there's a hundreds of people that's gonna mm-hmm. from security to food to all of that. So we gotta start looking at it like that. We always complain about we don't have jobs, we don't have but it's like these are opportunities where other people are benefiting. Yeah. from this not just us from the cameraman to the sound people to everybody yeah, the yeah, vend- and the vendors too right they're going they might potentially have a uh, opportunity to meet a future business partner or collaboration right. partner just from being there in the presence of a marketplace where there's hundreds of people thousands of people seeing your product for the first time i don't want to do anything that can't empower other people like any business that i start if i can't employ at least 10 people i don't want i don't want to do it yeah. i think so yeah. You know, it's another big business that I realize, and I'm, I'm sure you guys will see too with InvestFest, is the people that set up those stages and sets up those signage and those stores, we need more of our people doing that because they make a lot of money doing yeah. that. Yeah. And that, yeah. it was very difficult for me to, to find people that look like us that do those businesses, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But every time you look at any event at any con- uh, convention center, there's people that lay the carpets down, that build those stores, that build the signs, like... People, they need to be people that go into business just to do that. Yeah. And, and it's like, just even putting this together is a business within itself. Hell like, yeah. <laughs> putting together a festival. Like, if you think about it, when I, I told you, you was like, oh, it's going to be next year, right? Everybody like, nah, says it's next month. Oh, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, he was like, August? I'm like, August, August, well, next year, right? He's like, nah, next month. I'm like, huh? Yeah, success loves speed. So it's like, you know, we, we've done oh, you everything. break that down later. <laughs> we, we've done everything you know just off the muscle so far and we've learned as we go so why not this you know we don't have any major sponsors hopefully we can get some but if not we prepared to put all our money out of our pocket right. we're not doing no donations no fundraiser shout out to anybody that does that but we're not a non-profit organization we're a for-profit organization and we never apologize for making money any business you might put money in and you might it might work it might not work but we're willing to put up a lot of money for our own money just to make it happen like you know what i'm saying because yes, it's like yeah. all right nobody else is doing it so why don't we do it and like I said, just people got to look at that as well. Like, this is a business. These these events, it's a lot, a lot of, of money. money. It's a lot of money. There's a lot of money and a lot of resources and a lot of time, and it's not easy. So, you know, I, people just have to have a full appreciation of all of this stuff where it's like business is more than just going in and just looking and just making pretty, making yeah. it look pretty. Like, nah, this is a lot of hard work. It's trial and error. You learn, you make mistakes, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but you grow, and that's the only way to really be successful yeah. is if you, you know, have no fear. And to your point, Envy, the, I, I got to shout out our event planner. Shout out to Ashley out in Atlanta. Black woman has her own business and is doing exactly what you're saying. We need to find people that look like us, that come from where we come from, actually doing these jobs. So she is amazing with that. That's the first thing she looks at. How can we employ our people? So, That's dope. You know what I mean? So shout out to Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. What's the name of her business? I use Adasha, and I had to get Adasha's from New York. She had to come out to Atlanta to do it because I wanted somebody that I can trust. So yeah, shout I'll, out, I'll, shout I'll, I'll give you the info. I'm okay, yeah, shout out to Now you're about you to cut, cut off Adasha? <laughs> I always use Adasha, but okay, okay. somebody in Atlanta that needs the business, I'd rather you know put it out there so people know who to go to. Like yeah, you know, Adasha, Vince in, in New dope. York or whoever. Like I like to shout people out that do good business 
for that, for that reason and right your, there. Your team is no joke, man. We got we showed up like two o'clock. Oh, we was in there at three o'clock, o'clock in the morning, morning still trying to figure things out. I envy, envy was looking at us like, yeah, what they we doing? Was the whole thing, like he was like. I'm like, nah, don't worry. We got you. We, we got, got you. you. We got you. Nah, We're going to make it. We're going to make it so right. where can people buy tickets for the event uh, if they want to support and come on out and, and all that other stuff? Investfest.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Instagram handle is investfestival. All right, well, don't move. We got more with the brothers from Earn Your Leisure. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with the brothers from Earn Your Leisure. Charlemagne. Man, y'all like the positive version of uh, Sincere and, and, and Buns from Bellamy. <laughs> <Bellingham. laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> y'all even got the two young boys working for y'all now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's the Cartiers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw y'all in Jamaica recently, Yo, too. Shout out to incredible. Jamaica, man. That was incredible, bro. Oh like, gosh. All right, everybody goes to Jamaica and goes to Montego Bay and Ultras Rios and all of that. But we went to Kingston and to be there for three days to tap in with Baby Shams, to tap in with Usain Bolt and Bounty Killer. That's dope. ridiculous. Like, what's the odds of that happening? Yeah. And like, oh, oh, who'd y'all go out there for? I know y'all went out there. To the end of that. Oh, shout out to Black yeah, Effect. Yeah, shout out to Black Effect. Shout out to Nicole. 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 Hey, shout Nicole. Out to Nicole Zanova. Spence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicole. Yeah, Nicole's yeah, Italian. They set that up. They set yeah. it up for us to interview um, Usain, Usain Bolt. Okay. And um, and Sham. And and yeah. But that's all part of. What, so the next stage, what we want to do, edutainment, and that's a blend of entertainment and education. Absolutely. Um. So shout out to Jimmy. We was in uh, his spot in the Bronx. And uh, <laughs> we had an event, 1,100 people. Jimmy been around forever. Everybody Jimmy's Cafe. Jimmy. The owner yeah, of Jimmy's yeah, Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, they think of Jim, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Jones. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy's Cafe. We already seen Stephen Jackson talking about it. Like, yeah, yeah. He was there every day. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. That, so Jimmy been around forever. He was blown away. He was like, he couldn't understand it because we're not rappers. And it's like, to see that many people, it just shocked his mind. So EYL night is something that we want to duplicate and do that in every city in America and then overseas where it's like, Every element that we grew up really idolizing, we still love that. So we can't get away from it. But right. we want to do yeah. it productive. So a networking party. Tell me, y'all got to tell me some jewels that y'all got from Jamaica. I need to know what the entrepreneurial spirit is out like. Is like out there. <laughs> Jamaica, you know what? Jamaica is a very interesting place. Yeah. Because um, we got to see like you know all sides of Jamaica, and you know unfortunately it's a lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. And um, you know talking to Usain, talking to Shams, talking to Bounty Killer, and um, they had a lot of issues with like you know how things were being run government and stuff like that and they just felt like it, sh- it should be a little bit more opportunities and more stuff for young people mm-hmm. and it was it, they gave us a whole detail of like the cia how they came in um during like the 70s and really like that was like when they was fearing that they was going to become a communist country mm-hmm. and kind of led to a lot of the violence and they was like you know where all this violence where all the guns come from it just didn't come out of nowhere and like Shams was telling us, and um, you're saying Bounty Killer as well. Yeah. Like you know, a lot of the political rifts, even when Bob Marley got shot, you know, a lot of that was done from outside operatives that feared the music because they demonized the music a lot out there. But he was like, the music is just a reflection of what's going on in the street. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. vice versa. Like we're not influencing the street. The streets are influencing the music. But Jamaica was really dope to see because there's so much vibrant spirit. Like yeah. the people are so pure. And the people are so welcoming and they were just so receptive to us. A lot of people knew who we were and they were like, yo, Market Monday, shout out to Ian. They're like, Market Mondays changed my life. I watch stocks or I watch this on or earn your leisure. And um, just the spirit of being outside of the country was really dope because a lot of stuff that we take for granted in America, you have a a better appreciation for when you're in a different environment. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of the biggest takeaways that I got was like, 
every little thing they really really are appreciative of because they don't have the same opportunities mm -hmm. that we have we people come to america because there's opportunities um that's and exactly, we, we take that for granted a yeah, lot of times that's exactly when my parents came it was like mm -hmm. opportunity and the crazy thing is i, I went back just, i've been to jamaica a few times but i've never been back to my parents neighborhood because they was like you can't go there don't go there it's too dangerous there so for the first time i was like i gotta go we're in kingston this has been an incredible trip i have to go see and i went through the neighborhood and i was just like Oh, I get it, because we had a conversation. Like, mom and dad was right. Let me leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no joke. I was like, he was like, yo, some people don't want to come back because of what they left. And when I saw it for firsthand, I was like, oh, I get it. It felt like I was in, like, a third world country for real, like a war zone. Like, like when they, like, trench town, non-stop life on mm -hmm. block off traffic. Like, that's what the roads looked like. And it was military presence. And we had to get escorted out because, the, like, police had to escort us out. Because they are like, yo, you guys from here? Y'all like, lost? Let me get you out of here now before this gets crazy. Um, wow. Yeah, it was that real. And so it was like, oh, I get it. Like, they left because of the opportunity and they never want to go back to see it. But I wanted to go and show people, like, this is where my parents came from. I'm first mm -hmm. generation. Like, yo, look how far we can go. Because mm -hmm. even when Usain was telling us, he was like, look, COVID affected our kids in a different way. Like, in my community in Trelawney, we don't even have internet. I'm like, it's 2020. You don't have internet? And he was like, yeah, I just bought printers for the community so we could print out stuff from where I'm at to bring it to the schools. I'm just like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we met, a uh, gentleman, it was, he actually was a bounty killer. He was like, look, I saw y'all on the breakfast club. Yeah, He's like, that's the first time I saw y'all. He was fact. like, I've never seen black men talk like that. That's a fact. I never so, saw it before. That's a fact. He was with Bounty Killer's entourage. Yeah. And, um, you know, Bounty Killer, he, he's, he's, he's <laughs> Bounty Killer. He's a you know, street dude. So he had a lot of street guys around him. And then one of them, he's like, yo, I knew, I recognized y'all. Y'all not just a regular interview. Yeah, this ain't a regular like, interview. I watched that breakfast club interview. And he was like, something about like, he's like, when an American black people speak, it's just different. He was like, that Breakfast Club interview really changed a lot of things for me. So that was dope um, to, to yeah, bring it crazy. full circle. Yeah, because we were just standing there like, all right, we good, we good. And he, he was like, yo, I've never heard black men talk like that. Y'all are the real deal. Keep going. We watching y'all. And I need a few stock tips when y'all leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, though, because I mean, yo, it's a lot of rural, uh, you know, towns in America that don't have internet. You know what I mean? Like, when well, I'm from South Carolina, I, you know, I had to provide Wi-Fi Put yeah. some areas down there last year. So it's like, yo, you, you things we take for granted yeah. even here. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? That's a fact. Right. That's a fact. Wow. Yeah. I can't now, wait for investing. Why, why, why did I get invited to InvestFest? You did get no, invited. Did. Like Who? 18 times. Who invited me? Oh, Matt said, Matt said he took care of So you've been texting you every day. Nah, I mean, you know, I can't do the Saturday, but, you know, I can do a Friday or Sunday. That's you know done. All right. That's I done. Mean, so you had, you had live on, nah, on the I breakfast mean, club. <laughs> That's easy. Now, y'all support me, so I got to support y'all. Nah, right. I want to I want to support too, but it's... And, and you was invited on Saturday. I know, but no, 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 no. Actually, actually, I didn't know they were Afrotechers that weekend. Oh. I didn't know. I'm speaking of Afrotechers. I didn't. I mean, but it, yo, you can't, that's beautiful. You got this on in Atlanta yeah. on the East Coast, Afrotech on the West Coast. It's like, yeah. those are the kind of things black people need to be doing to empower each other and educate each other. Yeah, and shout out to Angela, too. She, uh, she uh, to I think Angela. it's Angela Yee Day on that weekend, too. So it is? Like, it is Yee Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, she, wow, she wow, 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 wow. So I was like, all right, that's no, all. We, we'll that's definitely come out. I'll figure out what time and everything. But yeah, I'll definitely be out there. Y'all send a private jet for me, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we're, sending, we're sending out a couple. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what else I love about y'all, though? Because I, I saw how y'all, you know, said that, you know, originality and consistency is what, like two of the biggest keys to y'all's success. How important is that? Because there's nobody doing what y'all doing. Yeah. I mean, it's the most important thing, honestly. And that's something that, you know, we are just true to who we are. And it's like, you know, we're just regular everyday people that had an idea to do something. And we started in his um, dining room table with uh, three iPhones. And um, 
look where we are now. So wow. it's, it's more yeah. of an inspirational story than anything because it's like if we can do it, literally anybody can do it because it's like we had no idea what we were doing, <laughs> um, no blueprint, no no mentors, anything, right. and we just thought, okay, this would be a cool idea to just start a podcast. And then from there, I mean, it's much, much bigger than a podcast now. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's just who we are. Like, you know what I mean? It's like this is just who we are as people. That's why I think – the people that we actually get to interview, like they actually become friends with us because it's like they realize, like, oh, no, they actually just cool, just yeah. genuine people. Like, you know what I mean, like, and that's just who we are. So, I would suggest anybody just stay true to who you are because it's a lot harder to try to pretend to be somebody that you're not. Make right. sure y'all subscribe to the Earn Your Leisure podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio yes, podcast network. You're guaranteed to learn something. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Black Effect too, man. Yeah, shout out uh, to everybody. Y'all doing a great job over there. Um, y'all putting together a tremendous lineup. And um, it's it's very encouraging to see you grow uh, in the business world. Are my partners happy? That's all I need. Yeah, yeah, we good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we sure, have our bi weekly calls. Sure. The team is good. <laughs> okay, okay, everybody good. Shout out to the Invest Fest, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been there. I would have been there if it wasn't for Afrotech. <laughs> you gonna be Afrotech Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? <laughs> I'm at there. I'm there on Saturday. I think. You fly private. You get there. Back. <laughs> I do not fly no private. Don't Put even lie on me like that. I don't fly no private unless somebody paying for it. I'm the same way. I'm not doing that. I don't want that expense. I see you fly private. I ain't pay for it. Okay. You told us the next interview is going to be on the jet, so we still got that oh, yeah. timestamp. So that we waiting. All right. Well, y'all paying for that jet. That's right. We're going to charge black effect. All right. It's Ernie. Ernie. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to my guy, Matt. Matt, the mortgage guy. He's down with the EYL team. He's been up here before talking about helping get people get mortgages. He just called me and said, Yo, NV, I asked you mad times. To come to the thing. I said I didn't know the dates, but now I know, so I'll definitely be there. All right, but let's get to the rules. Oh, you're not going to Angela Yee Day? Well, that's the thing. His, it's whole weekend. That's that's what I was trying to work out. I don't just don't have okay. to go on Saturday. Okay. See? That's what I'm saying. I'm working it out. All right, but let's get to the rumors. <laughs> let's talk to the baby. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Well, Chris Brown has weighed in. People think on the controversy with the baby. He posted on his Instagram story. Shut the F up. Do your shows. Thank everybody. Then get the F off the stage. That's his advice. And people feel like that's what uh, he's referencing. Now, the baby is also no longer listed on Park Life Festival lineup. And according to a rep, though, it's not because of the remarks that he made at the Rolling Loud Miami Festival. They said that it's because he had pulled out of the festival months ago and the decision was made in response to events being affected by COVID. His name was listed on the website um, by mistake. So that's why it wasn't that they just decided not to do it because of what just happened with his remarks at Rolling Loud. Now, Madonna has even commented and she posted what the baby said on her page, a video of his remarks. And she said, if you're going to make hateful remarks of the LGBTQ plus community about HIV AIDS, then know your facts. After decades of hard won scientific research, there are life-saving medicines available to children born with HIV, to people who contract HIV through blood transfusions, dirty needles, or exchange of bodily fluids. These new ARVs can keep a person with AIDS alive for the rest of their lives. AIDS is not transmitted by standing next to someone in a crowd. She goes on to talk about women also. Your sexist remarks about ladies whose vaginas need to smell like water only encourage more discrimination against women who fight daily against the oppression of living under the constraints of the male gaze. People like you are the reason we are still living in a world divided by fear. Uh, She's right about the HIV AIDS comments, but the vagina smell like water. Like, come on now. That's culture. 
Like that's been said in clubs forever. Plies even got a song called Poom Poom Smell Like Water. Like we know he wasn't yeah, being sexist with those remarks. Come on. I don't think she knows the context of what exactly. you know, that comes from. Now, Quest Love has also criticized the baby over his remarks. And he did a whole post. Uh, he, I guess he had a, a, he had a dream list of people that he would have perform if he ever was going to do a Summer of Soul concert. And the baby was on that list. So now he posted a picture of the baby's name crossed off the list. And he said, it's 2021 and F the BS. I'm especially not here for any savagery. If you're lost, Google the idiocy of the crossed out. I'm not trying to be all performative smurf and create a social flogging or start some clickbait headlines. That's missing the point. But right is right and his actions are wrong. Somebody got to say it. Homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, misogyny, racism. This should go without saying is morally wrong. So, you know, he goes on to talk about uh, maybe he's an old grump now and I see that uh, the baby said he didn't even know who Questlove is. So he posted, I ain't even trying to be funny when I say I do not know who this N-word is, dog, and do not care about losing you as a fan, my boy, LOL, at Questlove. You are any other N-word who want to play follow the leader. This superstar you was a fan of is a stand-up N-word. You've never seen any of these, huh? So it went on and on and on. I wonder if anybody's reaching out to the baby, you know, outside of social media to really educate him on, you know, why what he said. Was, was incorrect because I feel like this is an opportunity for him to learn and make it a teachable moment for all. But it just seems like it's becoming like almost social media performative uh, attack the baby. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, outrage instead of like an opportunity for him to learn and make it a but teachable that, moment for that's everybody. What, that's what I always said. I said when somebody says something that people don't agree with or that is wrong, instead of having a conversation and say, hey, let's let, let me fill you in. Let me educate you to what it is. The first thing we want to do is cancel somebody, which I think is wrong. Let's have let's have a conversation. Why can't we have conversation? I mean, you still got to be held accountable for, you know, right. what, what came out of your mouth. But I do wish that people were reaching out to him and, you know, really giving him the opportunity to learn and make it a teachable moment for everybody. I mean, come, well, we don't know if they are or aren't. Yeah, that's why I, I would know. like to know. But I do know he should step back off of social media for a minute because I feel 100%. like that can make it even worse. And just focus on, you know, people who do know you in real life and then... It perhaps yeah, it feel, help you it feel, in this situation because I said from the beginning when something like this happens just take a moment educate yourself understand why people are outraged because there's a reason why you literally walked into the club you bumped somebody by accident the person turned around and mean mugged you all you got to say now is, oh my bad I apologize I didn't mean to bump you but when you flex too now you escalate the situation that's what's happening here because this could have been an incredible teaching moment for a lot of people because a lot of people do think like that and say things like that, but they don't have the platform that he has. Mm -hmm. And so this is a perfect reason, a perfect time for you to say, okay, look, I, you know, found some things out and what I did was ignorant. What I said was ignorant. I did not intentionally mean to harm anybody. That is the time to do something like it's that. An opportunity for him, it. It's an opportunity for him to learn and make it a teachable moment for all. All right. Now, Soldier Boy had a birthday party and it was shut down by the cops, but he did get a brand new McLaren that he got from his good friend, Ray J. Ray J. And here's what Ray J told TMZ. What'd you get him for his birthday? You see the R, you see the McLaren. Oh, you got him, man? Yeah. I just want to lend a hand. He already got a lot of cars, but wherever I can, wherever I can help. That's a nice gift. <laughs> How it much is, is a McLaren, Envy? Nice uh, I don't know what McLaren that is, but it can range from about probably two hundred thousand to about three seventy-five somewhere in there between. If it's, if it's the McLaren GT or the five seventy or the six or the seven, it, it could be a bunch of them. I feel the way. It has some Raycon stickers on it. It has some Raycon stickers. <laughs> but was Ray yeah. J playing? Or was Ray J playing? Or was Ray J joking? Was he being? I don't serious? know because I feel the way. Only thing Ray J ever gave me was a scooter. 
Okay. I got a scooter well, for Ray J, too. Exactly. I want a car. <laughs> I want a car. Have a birthday party and invite Ray J. <laughs> All right. That's oh, that's what I'm it sure was? Yeah, yeah, the birthday party. Oh, okay. You know, they're good friends. They've made money together. Um, and Soulja Boy also has a new album out. He has a song, Bow Wow versus Soulja Boy, off the big Draco album. Here it is. All right. Okay. Not mad at that. Do the verses and do a song with Bow Wow on your album. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Missy. Shalabai. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? Man, I need one of my uh, favorite places. Duval. I need this man from Duval, this young man from Duval, to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word word with him. He's an unidentified Florida man. Y'all might know who he is. Maybe after Donkey today, y'all can send me his name. All right. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account, get rules, and start winning Instant Karma. No purchase necessary. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Inc., member FDIC, maximum balance, and transfer limits apply. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep making <clears throat> him get y'all like this. Well, Duval, we taking it to your home today, all right? Donkey of the day for Friday, July 30th goes to an unidentified Florida man. If y'all know who he is, let your Uncle Charlotte know. Uh, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Good morning, Jacksonville. Everybody who listens to us on 93.3 The Beat, what's happening? Drop on the clues bomb for 93.3 The Beat in Jacksonville. Y'all really love the Jaguars down there, huh? I know you're pain. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I understand. Y'all feeling excited about the upcoming season. Y'all got Trevor Lawrence with the first pick in the draft this year. Quarterback out of Clemson with the long hair and even longer face. I see y'all. Okay, a lot of reasons to be excited. They got, what, Tim Tebow playing tight end and leading prayers in the locker room. So I understand why y'all feel good about the upcoming season. Jacksonville is a great football town. People there are really close to the Jaguars. And this season, folks in Jacksonville want to be even closer to the Jaguars. How do you get closer to the team you love? Huh? You buy season tickets. Uh, you buy season tickets closer to the 50-yard line. You buy every jersey. You, you get paraphernalia for your car and home. Hell, you might even get a tattoo. That's what those of us who aren't from Florida do when we want to get closer to our teams. But when you are a Jacksonville resident who wants to get closer to the Jaguars, what do you do? Let's go to WJXT News 4 Jacks for the report, please. For someone to choose to go and interact with the Jaguars, just really foolish. And we're told the man's injuries are not life-threatening. Zoo employees say it could have easily been much worse. An individual in his 20s 
jumped over uh, the fence area and decided to try to interact with one of our Jaguars. An interaction that could have led to the man losing his arm after witnesses and zoo employees say he stuck his arm through a net enclosure after hopping the outer fence that keeps visitors at a distance from the animals. I think from now on, when people jump into animal cages, just consider them food. Not situations like Harambe. Rest in peace, Harambe. I'll never get over how they did my dog, though. You know, even though I understand a three-year-old who has to be damn near 10 now fell into Harambe's animal enclosure and they clapped Harambe. Even though I wish they would have just tranquilized him, I understand. They had to save the three-year-old. The three-year-old didn't know any better. But this 20-something-year-old grown man from Jacksonville who clearly wanted to be closer to the Jaguars for whatever reason, they should have let him get eaten. Let the Jaguars get their first win of the season. Okay, okay, let me be more empathetic. He didn't have to get eaten, but let the Jaguars get a little taste, a little a little bite of that human flesh. See, I think the reason people keep doing stuff like this is because they know people will come to their rescue. They need to start having signs at these zoos and these animal exhibits that say if you jump into this enclosure, consider yourself lunch. Okay, cover the kids' eyes when stuff like that happens and mind your business because I keep telling y'all, destiny is not a matter of chance, it's a matter of choice. And if you as a human choose to be sushi for a jaguar, that's on you. Do you realize jaguars are carnivores that only eat meat? I know the jaguars football team doesn't live up to its mascot's name often, but jaguars do not play no games, okay? They are ruthless and they eat damn near anything. Deer... Tortoises, iguanas, armadillos, you name it, they will taste it. So you think they wouldn't eat your ass? It's a scripper who dances at Mascara's Gentleman Club in Jacksonville right now saying it won't be the first time a Jaguar ate some ass in this city, but let me mind my business. The moral of the story is what I am talking about, it, it, what am I talking about? It's Florida. There's no moral to the story. It's Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, please give this man who jumped into the Jaguar exhibit in Jacksonville the biggest hee-haw. Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> Too bad we can't play a game. Yeah, I don't even know who the guy is. Damn it! But since, since if y'all know, I'm I'm pretty sure they probably know who it is in Jacksonville. Let me know who this person is, please. Damn, I'd love to please. play a game. But if you had to bet, fifty fifty chance. What? What race you think this person is? I really have no idea. It's Florida, bro. You're right. Race don't Florida. matter in Florida. You're right. Okay, it's Florida. Race don't matter. In <laughs> right? I really don't know <laughs> where this type of crazy could come from. Okay, but send me the guy's name. All right. All right, the guy who jumped into the Jaguar exhibit, not the player who's probably getting his ass eaten from by a script in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that. All Can right. you say that? <laughs> uh, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Moment's gone. Mm -hmm. All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, up next, let's talk sugar daddies. <laughs> Why you laugh like that, man? You got to start it over. Do it again. All right. All right, you ready? All right. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. Now let's talk sugar daddies. <laughs> and he's looking for one. No. Nope. He's got a lot of car shows to fund. No. Nope. He's got a lot of houses he wants to buy. No. Nope. He don't want to have to pay no mortgage. No. Nope. He's got some hard money lenders he owes some money to. No. How hard, ye? Really hard. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Ladies, do you have a sugar daddy? Oh, man. Are there sugar daddies out there uh, that, that have some young ladies? We'd like to hear from you this morning. 800-585-1051. Now, Angelique, have you ever had a sugar daddy? Man, I wish I would have, but I, no, I have never had a sugar daddy. I think, I know it sounds birdish, but it sounds amazing. Charlamagne. And I'm going to tell you why. What, what, what exactly is a sugar daddy? I always thought a sugar daddy was an older man, right? Yes. Like how old, though? 
Like, what would be considered sugar daddy age? Like, what is what? I don't know. What That's age does a woman have to be and the man have to be to be considered sugar daddy? He's just got to be a lot young. You got to be a lot younger. Maybe you in your 20s or 30s and he's like 70. Lord have but mercy. You know what? <laughs> That's from a sugar granddaddy. From what I've heard about these sugar daddies, you don't even have to sleep with them or nothing. Oh, no, now it's what you heard. Oh, now it's what you heard. No, seriously, that's bird, kind bird, of what bird. it is. Bird is the word. Some of them can't bird, even, bird, some of them can't bird, even bird. get it up. I, oh, but, that ye knows. All right, talk. <laughs> no, because I know honey. people who have had their, now like, you know. I, you know, I have a show called Lip Service, so we've had these discussions. And so basically, they just bet you show them a little attention and they buy you all kinds of things, cars, pay mm. your bills, pay your rent, you know. Well, I, mean, I want to hear more. Let's talk to the people who got sugar daddy. Right. Right there. Not, this topic is coming from somewhere, though, because the sugar daddy website got shut down, right, E? Yes. And so, well, on the Google um, store, they're not allowing any of those apps anymore in a couple of months. And they've already got rid of a lot of them on Apple. So. Mm. All right. We'll talk about it. 800-585-1051. And uh, Charlemagne had a, a situation like this. Charlemagne we'll, ain't never had no we'll, goddamn situation like this. And we'll talk about it when we come back. Oh, you ain't have a sugar daddy? <laughs> no, I did not. I kind of, yes, you did. What the hell would I have a I sugar remember. daddy for? We'll talk about it when we come no, back. No, we not, because I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. <laughs> I don't know what lie y'all about to make up on this radio this morning. sugar baby, too. I heard he only got $100. You definitely a sugar baby. I don't know what y'all talking about. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. Don't worry, breakfast. I got stories too. I, I can't nobody in this room make up something like me. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Now, the Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday question is we're talking about sugar daddies. Now, Angela Yee yes, said Andy. she hasn't had a sugar daddy. Now, Charlemagne, would you like to uh, confess about anything? I don't know what you're talking about. What you about to lie about? I'm not going to lie. You didn't have an older person that you that was giving you money? An older person that was giving me money? What yes. are you talking about? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you had an older lady that was giving you some money. But how did that make her a sugar daddy? Or sugar mommy. What are you trying to say about this woman? I'm asking you, did you have no, a sugar I, mama? I need to know what you're trying to say about this I'm woman. I'm asking if you had a sugar mama. Hmm. I, did I have a sugar mama? Yeah. I, if that's what you, I didn't know you could have a sugar mama, but I definitely had an older woman. It's the same uh, thing, yeah. Back in the day. Now, what was she giving you money for? Sex. <laughs> so How much was your sex worth? She would give me like two, three thousand dollars. Two, three thousand dollars? No, you told us a hundred before. You I ain't never told y'all that lie. Yes, she, she, she would you give me fried 100. chicken. She would give me fried chicken. <laughs> She'd give me fried chicken and Twinkies, and she would always give me like two, three thousand dollars. Right. And a car service home. Your sex is worth fried chicken and Twinkies? And two, three thousand dollars and a car service home. He <laughs> you never said two or three thousand before. That's a lie. I've always said two or three thousand. So wait a minute. So with the What that got to do with sugar daddies, though? Was it was that how grandchild's Twinkies that you were eating? She ain't got no grandkids. Mm. You still speak to her? Now, I will nope. say this. I'm looking at these rules, right, to know about uh, sugar dating. And this what? Is the first of sugar dating. It's called sugar dating. Can diabetic sugar date? Sugar... No. <laughs> stay realistic. Successful men seek out sugar babies for a reason, and you need to stay in tune with that. Have the terms and details laid out. They also said the best way is to back yourself unquestionably. So you have to be a fantastic companion, and he'll believe it too. And be gracious. They're going to shower you in gifts, likely from the very first date. So be gracious about it. From new outfits to money for a new haircut before a nice dinner. It's all part of the arrangement. Okay? All right. Well, we got Destiny on the line. Destiny, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Now, you had a sugar daddy? Destiny definitely yes, had a sugar I daddy. Did. How old was he and how old were you? I was 18 years old. He was like 50 years old. Jesus Christ. And how much money did he give you? Oh, he was pitching out money to me, my brother, my mom, my sister. Wow. And what did you have to do? 
Just conversation? Did you ever have to have sex with him? No, not at all. All he wanted to do was sit on the phone and talk and want to know how my day was, what I was doing. Did he leave you in his will? No, he didn't die. Oh, he's still alive. He's alive. Why do you think he's dead? Yes. <laughs> how old are you Why now? You off? I'm 22 now. I turned 23 next month on the 13th. Oh, so he only like 54 now. He young. Do you still speak to him? No, not at all. Because he asked for some sugar. Oh, he wanted, he wanted to, he, want, uh, <laughs> he was getting that. So, so that's the thing. It. Is he a sh- Are you a sugar daddy if you're not getting none of the sugar? You, that's part of you're the still, thing. I told you. Are you still considered a sugar daddy because of the stuff that you're giving up to a younger person? Yes, you're still considered a sugar daddy. But when she put access to sugar my way, oh, that's going to become not my sugar daddy. Do was you he, miss him? No, not one bit. Okay. Was he white or black? He was actually white. Oh, okay. There okay. You go. Okay. Well, you had a man yeah, ass daddy. You ain't that's a that's a sodium daddy. That's mayonnaise. <laughs> Shut up, man. Hello, who's this? Melissa. Hey Melissa, you got a sugar daddy? No, my daughter's What? How old's your daughter? Wow. Twenty-six. Okay, how old is her sugar daddy? Eight fifty two. Mm. She she gives he gives her money? Yeah. Does she have to give up some sugar? Yes. <laughs> Wow. How do you feel about that, Mom? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Did you have a sugar daddy? Did she learn from you? Yeah, you know she did. No, she learned from my cousin. <laughs> no, no, it, either way, diabetes <laughs> runs in y'all family. Okay? Is it, does Everybody, the sugar daddy get stuff for you, too? Um, no, not really. Is he older than you? Yes. God damn. It's kind of disgusting, don't you think? Y'all done adopted a granddaddy. Oh, my God. What? Where y'all going today? Uh-huh. <laughs> huh? Free pancakes, 65 and older. Is he a nice guy, at least? Yeah, he's good. He's nice. nice. He's taking care of the whole house, huh? What does he do for a living? He a hustler. He a hustler. Is he white or black? I'm black. Okay. Oh, you mean he a hustler, like a drug dealer? Yeah, yeah, he a drug dealer. I know. He just works all over the town. Okay, well, congratulations, <laughs> man. That's crazy. Y'all right, enjoy y'all Friday, okay? That's wow. Could you imagine your mom's calling in talking about my daughter got a, a sugar daddy? And my daughter gives up the sugar? Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. That's her mom. He, isn't your mom your best friend? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. All right. 800-585-1051. We're talking about sugar daddies. You got one? We'd love to hear from you. Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Do you know what that means? It's Freaky Freaky Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. 800-585-1051. Have you ever had a sugar daddy? Who's this? This is Drew from Florida. Drew, have you ever had a sugar daddy? I have. Well, I don't know if you would call him a sugar daddy, but it was definitely like a Splendor daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. It was a crazy story. Uh, this guy is like almost 50s. I'm in my early 30s. And he was the ex of my dad's ex-wife. The ex and of And Lord have mercy, dad, okay. he Try to take me up, pay this much, pay me this, pay me that, buy this, buy that, and then he turned crazy. So what, like, what did he buy you? Uh, whatever I asked for, really. Just to cop me a room for the night, or... Boo! That ain't no sugar, bro. That's why you said it's what a splendid you- daddy. Because ain't, that ain't no real sugar or room for the night. How old was he? Uh, he was like He's 50. in his 50s. And you was what? I'm like, I'm 33. That ain't even that old. How much did, what's the most you ever got from him, man? Let me just make sure. Uh, I ain't got 
two hundred dollars at a time. Oh, uh, that's not enough. Now that's why it's that's why it's splendid. I do want to ask you this though. Your boogie were more. Um, than what that. did you have? What did you have to do for that? Like, what did he want to have sexual relationships with you, or was it just financial? Spend a little time, and every now and then he wanted to play. Uh, two hundred dollars though, man. You worth more than two hundred, brother. You could get that right. at the parking lot and rolling loud last weekend, Stop man. It, man. Stop it. That's what I'm saying. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> like, come on, right. bro. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I, you, yeah, you, yeah you, I need you to think more highly of yourself. You, he ain't even worth calling a sugar daddy, bro. Yeah. That's why I say it's I don't right. even think that's splendor. What is it? What is it then? It's an artificial sweetener, but I don't even want to give it splendor. It's one of them uh, no name brand artificial sweeteners. My goodness. Well, good luck, bro. You worth more. Damn, two hundred dollars in a room? Come on. Hello, who's this? This is Lacey. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Lacey. You morning. had a sugar daddy? Listen, I got in the first time. Like, as soon as it rang, y'all, uh, they picked up. But um, go ahead. What's the question again? Have you ever had a sugar daddy? Yes, I've had one. And I told him 75, but he's probably like 68 to 70. But he's old regardless. <laughs> but he doesn't want nothing from me. Like, he just wants to take me out and show me a good time. Like, he never asks for anything. Like... He helped me start my LLC and everything. Like, yes. <laughs> How old were you? That's what I'm talking about. I'm, well, when I'm 25 right now. That was literally like probably two years ago. But wow. We How'd you friends. find him? How'd you find him? He actually started coming to my job, like where I used to work at. I used to work at um a little convenience store called Parkers down here. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, he used to come there all the time because he does construction. He, he owns his own construction business. Parkers. So. Yes, girl. Yes. What is that? Parkers. That's in Savannah. I live in Savannah. Savannah. Georgia. Okay. So, but that's, yeah, Savannah area, yeah. So he took you out of pockets. He got you your own LLC. What's the LLC called? I love my granddaddy age LLC. <laughs> what is it? You said my LLC? Yeah, what's your LLC called? Alyssa, I make lip gloss. It's called Dope Gloss. Dope Gloss. Okay. On Instagram, Dope Gloss underscore. Um, but, yeah. And where he at now? Where's he at now? He is in Buford. He's literally like an hour away from me right now. You, you don't? It's so crazy because we barely even talk. He just really messes with me. Like, I could call him anytime and he'll be there, like, to do whatever it is that I need. What's the most like, he ever gave you? What's the most he ever gave you? Um, well, I would just say he just does things for me. Like, he helps me with my car. Like, you know, he, he never really gives whatever me money, money. He just helps me do things that I need to be doing to get I, me. I respect it. I didn't know that you could be a sugar daddy if you wasn't actually sleeping with said individual. I That's learned something this morning. No, you don't have to. <clears throat> Listen, y'all, but before y'all hang up on me, I sent all three of y'all a video yesterday. Like, I want y'all to help me get my credit right. Like, how that lady was. I'm only 25. Nope. Call your granddaddy. You call your, call your, call your granddaddy. Call your granddaddy. Ask him to help you get, get your credit right now. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I have one more question for you. When you have a sugar daddy, can you have a boyfriend and then also have a sugar daddy help fund things on the side? Um, I did, but see, the situation with the boyfriend, he, it, he was in jail, but yeah, we just don't go on Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank when he, you, when he coming home? Right. Oh, no, I don't mess with him no more. Oh, okay. He out of here. Yeah. yeah that mean, he, he won't be home till he your sugar daddy age. That's what you're telling us right now. Oh, that or he cheated on her. <laughs> nah, in jail? Yeah, definitely. That's what it was, DJ Envy. <laughs> in jail? Well, no, he was 
talking to an ex. Oh, okay. Oh, that mercy. Story. Yeah, it's a lie, y'all. I'm about to say, right. we're about to get another good story. <laughs> Have a good <laughs> I'm not hearing no successful sugar daddy stories, man. Where's the happy endings? Where's the old man? The, su- the success is it's not something that goes on forever. It's just a period of time. For real? You don't have to sleep with them. They just give you money. They help you out when you need it. They ni- treat you well. You ain't got to do nothing but provide some conversation. So ain't no marriage or nothing? Charlamagne wanted to hit her. Sugar daddy died, left you with a fortune. Yeah, so something. It ain't all about that. That's not the point of it. Well, Ann and Nicole said different. God bless the dead. Didn't Ann and Nicole get left with a big fortune? Or she something? sure did. All right. Well, what's the uh, moral of the story? I have no idea what the moral of the story is because I'm totally confused on what Sugar Daddy is. Because when I think Sugar Daddy, I think I always think of Ann and Nicole Smith. God bless the it's dead. It's like being a dominatrix, like with dominatrices, with their clients. They don't sleep with them. And it's kind of like with Sugar Daddies, you don't sleep with them. They just like to pay for things. You know, there's guys that just like to give you money and pay for things. They just like it. Yeah, we call those philanthropists. Maybe y'all should call them philanthropist poppies or something instead of sugar daddies. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about Jay-Z and Will Smith. They are going to be investing in something together that is going to help people go from being renters to homeowners. All right. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, both Jay-Z and Will Smith have invested in a company, and that company helps low-income people go from being renters to being homeowners. Love it. It's a startup, and it's called Landis Technology. So far, they raised $165 million, and they're using that money to purchase at least 1,000 homes. So what happens Dope. is the company purchases the house. They rent it to the client until that person can qualify for a mortgage. The client can buy it back at a predetermined price up to two years after the initial acquisition. And as part of that service, they also provide coaching for clients on how to manage their finances that will help improve their credit and also save the amount that they need for a down payment. Love it. That's dope. Love it, love it, love it. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, that's now that's some real work that people can do in the community. And I I love that idea, like rent to own. You know, New York really doesn't ever do rent to own. That's kind of what this is in a way. But the fact that they're helping you with your finances in addition is just an added bonus. Now, you know it's Friday, so it is New Music Friday. And so there's some new albums out today. Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning, is out today. Uh, Also, we told you Young Dolph has Paper Root uh, Illuminati out. Also, Dave East and Harry Ford with Hoffa. And our producer Dan's favorite artist, Logic, has something (laughs) new out today. Bobby Tarantino III. All right, Michaela. Michaela actually used to work here at iHeart. Hey. And she has an EP out today called Me and Somebody's Son. Nice. Hey. <laughs> Drop on the clues bombs from Michaela, man. Michaela makes actually really good music that I may not right, take as serious as I should because she's my niece. <laughs> but foul, man. Foul. She, I do. I love her. Now, Billie Eilish has a new album out, Happier Than Ever. And Tink has a new album Come out. On now. And you know, I love. Cannot wait to hear this. It's actually EP'd by a hit maker, and it's called Heat of the Moment. Dropping the clues, boss, with Tink, hey, man. Yeah, Tink like is that. so overdue. Tink yeah. is one of my favorite artists. Talented is an understatement. Go get Heat of the Moment produced by Hitmaker, and um, we ain't playing none of Michaela, huh? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Damn. Don't no worry, we will. We, we should have. You said you don't time. take it serious, so we, we got, exactly, right? Yeah. I think that's disrespectful. You don't take it serious, see that? 
We got- now, we also told you that Soulja Boy has a new album out called Big Draco, and Nas has revealed his release date and cover art for King's Disease 2. So that's going to be coming out on August 6th. That's next week via Mass Appeal Records. They don't have a lot of information. Isn't that also when Kanye's album's coming out? Mm. And they're saying that Kanye is going to have another event on the 5th, according to reports. He has something scheduled at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium for that yeah, How is he doing another so. listening session? Maybe the album's up. different than what like, you heard. And he know people are going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pay for that million dollars a day. Yeah, you wouldn't be doing it again if y'all didn't show up and buy them $50 chicken tenders. But, I mean, you know. All right. And it's probably a new, All right, now, probably a new project, and I, right? For the most part. And, and I want to shout out to Simone Biles. She actually spoke about why she had to... Uh, leave and drop out of the team final and women's individual all around at the Tokyo game. So this is something that obviously you wouldn't know because I didn't know about all of this if you're not a gymnast. But she was saying that her mind and body are simply not in sync. So she did an Instagram story last night and she started off posting two videos of her training on the bars trying to complete her twisting and flipping dismount. She explained what she's supposed to do in competition and what she actually accomplished in training do not match up. And she said, it's just not in sync. And she said, I don't think you realize how dangerous this is on hard competition surface, nor do I have to explain why I put my health first. Physical right. health is mental health. And she said, um, sometimes I can't even fathom twisting. I seriously cannot comprehend how to twist. Strangest and weirdest thing as well as feeling. And so she said, we have four on a team for a reason. I chose not to continue team competition and jeopardizing losing a medal of any color for the girls and for the U.S. It's amazing to me that she has to explain why. Your mental health is non-negotiable. When you feel like you need a break, take one, and you don't owe anybody an explanation as to why. Period. Well, she's also explaining in gymnast talk things that we wouldn't know about twisties, which Mm -hmm. is when your air awareness is off. She said she couldn't tell up from down. She said it's the craziest feeling ever, not having an inch of control over your body. And she said what's even scarier is since I have no idea where I am in the air, I also have no idea how I'm going to land or when I'm going to land. Mm. So all things I would not have known about. And you know what's crazy? All right, well, that is your... mm -hmm. No, I'm saying people acting like we've never seen this before in sports like we just didn't have the language for it because i guess people weren't comfortable enough talking about it but we're not gonna sit here and act like michael jordan didn't take a mental health break after his father passed know, away got yeah you know what i mean it's like it's, when that happened he took a, a, a break mentally and emotionally for a couple of years we just didn't have the language back then we didn't call it what it is now an actual mental health break well that is your rumor report and i wanted to make sure we get to play some new silk sonic because they put out a new song and video for Skate, that's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Are we playing that? Yep, let's get it on now. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow after this is the mix. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Uh, brother, I, I feel like I ain't seen him in forever. D-Wayne yeah, man. Davis. What's happening, man? We got we got that fake I seen. Well, I seen Envy and, yes. and, and Atlanta ran into him because mm-hmm. he get to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. don't get the leader house. I don't like the leader house. No, it ain't like, it ain't about like, he get the leader house. <laughs> and that's how it is. When you, yeah, see, I see, I see D-Ray in the club, right? And I love D-Ray. I love everything he does. So I was in the club, so I bought D-Ray a bottle. I said, yo, D-Ray, you don't buy the D-Ray walks to me and says, no brother ever bought me a bottle before, bro. Yeah, I, right. I swear, that's what he said. I yeah, said, man, I nobody. Said, I, I mean, it's, it's, I it's, a, it's a rarity. Brother. You know, I've been, I've been uh-huh. giving bottles. It's a rarity, though, that he bought me a bottle. It's a wow. rarity. People normally I get bottles that... <laughs> 
his own. Like Rick Ross to give you all the ballet in the world. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You ain't really giving me nothing. You basically let me sleep on the couch. <laughs> I, I, I said, I appreciate you, man. I love this stuff. I, I was giving him his flowers because, you know, when, when I see brothers out there grinding, I'm like, oh, let me give the brother his flowers. D-Ray the man because D-Ray, not only is he a great comedian, he's an example of polygamy could possibly be working, Oh, right? my God, so I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I bring this up. No, no, no. Somebody, no not, somebody literally brought that up to me this week. I was having a conversation about mm -hmm. polygamy, and somebody said, well, D-Ray got two women, don't he? I live very comfortably for the rest of my life. That's it. That's because I, I, I don't want to. This what this what it is, man. I got to be known for the girlfriends, and that's not what I do. I came to the game of beasts. I'm one of the best comics on earth. Absolutely. All these guys, even the dudes who started before me, if they didn't take some of my style, they took, took some of my promo and how I design, how I design flyers, or how I, you know, anything. So that's what I came in doing. And one of the benefits is, is being honest with my my comic buddies, and that bled into everything I did, which. Ended up with a relationship thing. I wasn't gonna be with one woman who's upset that that life is happening. Mm -hmm. Why they tearing up stuff? And I'm I'm like, yo, it, it, we live in a world now where people need love, man. Right you know what I'm saying? Like like the Guetta remix. What's the David Guetta? What is it, David Guetta? David Guetta. Whatever. We need everybody. The world need love, man. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to distribute that love. D-Ray, you um you you you've been around for a long time. You you're funny in any climate. What are comedians fighting for right now? When we talk about censorship or things being too sensitive, what are they actually fighting to say? It's weird because we accept certain things from certain people. End of the day, let's be real. I think that comedians in a certain, to a certain extent, if you're a clown, and I don't want to get into who all the clowns are, you know they are, you get to say what you want. Mm -hmm. But if you're somebody like me, who people feel like your personality matches your comedy too much, I can't say what I want because then I'm offending people. Mm. Like, it's certain things that people could say that, you know, and, and I think I, I fight. I just want equality across the board for that. That's fair. Another thing I want equality for is there's no guild for comedians. I know a lot of comedians who got sick and died. These were great comics. They were great writers. They had no money to bury some of these guys. Yet, I'll see comedians or want to be comedians using their jokes as skits. Um, there's no guild. There's no writer's guild that who wrote this joke first. Wow. Um, people, comics, you know, we handle things ourselves. And it's a community of comics who go around particularly just looking for who stole what joke, but no one gonna say nothing. Like no one, they said a, a, a certain comics still and nobody's gonna go sue them for a joke or material because you have no basis for it. And I think comedians who come up with their own material, it's your content, it's your life, it's your words. You should get paid for it every time somebody says it the way music does. Has, has a com yeah. comedian stole something that you did before? Hell yeah, I'm D-Ray Davis during this pandemic. It's a social media dude doing, he making millions of dollars. I seen a dude do my whole Dope. I don't even know his white boy name. And Worldstar posted it. He did it in the car like he was telling the story. And it was my bit from Powerplay. And I went in there, I was like, and Q had just passed. I was like, if Q was alive, this wouldn't be happening. But they don't care because they just got the comedy. It's mm -hmm. the joke. Or somebody, they send me memes all the time. It'd be my joke. You ever do this? I, I said, somebody just sent me one said, um, when I said, I had the joke a long time ago where I said, um, a girl asked me what I'm doing, why I come on. So they're all like, bitch, I'm a superhero. They made it into a meme. Oh, I saw that one. I should get a check every time. That's on that's on Comedy yeah. Central. That's on where's my where's my check from it every time. That's all all just whatever you did comedically. Like Kanye, Donda's coming out. I love to be doing that. Years ago, Kanye's mom called me. She wanted to use my quote for the opening of her book. And it says it's from um the Bernie Mac skit I was doing. And I said, of course, you know, before, you know, she passed, whatever. And I know he been wanting to do this for a long time. I did all the skits on album one, album two. I I want my plaque. I want my name. You go to Kanye's album and don't say D-Ray Day. People Kanye still never guess, sent you a plaque People for that? still guessing and say Bernie Mac. And I just think when I die, wow. it will be pretty dope. Yo, if my I, thought family, was, I thought it was Bernie Mac. 
I think it'd be pretty dope if my family, and I don't want it done as a joke, not as a game. Mm -hmm. I'm an artist. I freestyled all that. You not wake up, Mr. West, huh? I am wake up, Mr. Wow. West. I thought that was burning for the Lord. Which time. comes on at the what beginning of every. Yeah. And if it was, if we were, if we were talking and we were living in the publishing world wow. and talking in the world, wow. if I was any other artist, I get it every time. Even a little girl, even a little girl from uh, the Life of Pablo album. Life of Pablo, we don't need no introduction. check. I don't even. It ain't even that because the man, realistically, with my house, as I said before, when I. Wasn't touring, and I needed money. Hit him up. Yeah, he's like, here. You know what I'm saying? I need to see the name, though, because mm. I'm not going to be here to give this interview forever. I'm not right. going to be here to tell, say I did that forever. And although I love hip-hop, was it Jeopardy? Well, you don't know who was the voice of, like, like it's cool. I still I still want that, and I want that for every comic, for I every agree. artist, for everybody writing things. Because if I take any of them dudes' music right now and just put it in my they come, the company, they come, come taking it down. Absolutely. If they say they're not going to do that, then I'm cool. Because Kanye got way more hits than I got skits. Mm -hmm. So even when you do a stand-up special, that's not considered trademarked, copyrighted? I'm talking about, that's my Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know, D-Ray, but comedians do look up to you, though. I hear it all the time. Like, people talk about absolutely. you. like Because yeah, they, they like, D-Ray's always working. D-Ray's always in a TV show. He's always in a I movie. I fight for He's comedy. Funny. I fought for comics for a long time. I've booked comics. I've paid comics. I'm the first comic flew Michael Blackson to Chicago ever and paid him. I... I've done it when I, when I was young. I wanted to get into that side of it, and I love that they love my comedy. But when I'm not here, is what people don't worry about. I want all of them. If I stop writing jokes right now and never put out no other jokes, all I have is my my you know what I what I put out before. I want people. My name's attached to my jokes, and I mm -hmm. want their name attached to their jokes. Mm -hmm. That's real. You no, know I mean because it's it's you. It's 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 who you are, and it's what you leave behind. Like you put everything else in quotes. We quote books all the time. It's your song. It's your song. Yeah. Bro. So that's all, man. I, and I, that's all I want for comics. So now they got you on here, bro. On what? It says, produce, it's just the intro. Producer Kanye West, composer Kanye West, lyricist Kanye West, additional vocals, D-Ray. Ain't no additional uh, vocals. It's listen, only my vocals. No, associated performer, D-Ray. <laughs> I'm associated. It's all me. <laughs> it's on here. Yo, that's me, dog. This title. Look, if I had to talk like him, maybe you understand me. That's all me. <laughs> Don't you not get that? How is it associated? <laughs> Yo, Charlamagne, how is the association when I want to associate with nobody in the pool? I'm with you, bro. On my Kanye. Wake up, Mr. West. Let me see if you... It's all me. They got you. Wake up, Mr. West. You on that, too? Same it's thing. Assisted. I insist nothing. They should have put your last name, though, because D-Ray could be the activist. <laughs> it could be... For real. What are you talking about? I get, I get that all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got cursed out over... And you know what he gets? I get cursed out over, over D-Ray the activist. You know what he gets? Great show, <laughs> Good show. You killed the last night. You rocking it. And he just CC'd me. I get death threats. I can't send them to him. Yo, add D-Ray's last name, man, and send him a plaque for the first two hours. Please, Jay. man. So you, you, you owe that. So this this weekend you out at Caroline's. Oh, yeah, by the way, I do comedy. Yeah, you do comedy. You at Caroline's this week. So how's it getting back out into the world? Because, I mean, the world was shut down and everybody was stuck in the house. How's it been back out and out and about? Have you been able to, to redo your jokes? Because, you know, most people do their jokes based on life experiences, but you've been in, in the crib. No, I'm just good. I ain't gonna lie. I'm funny. I'm just good. Look up my, everybody came to my show. Nobody don't have a good time. I've had two complaints in 20 years at my shows. Two written like, you seem like you didn't want to be there. And I invited that person back and rocked it the next night. The other complaint was, what was it? All he talked about was, it was girls and bitches or something like that. And I didn't, I didn't write back that one because they were, that was true. <laughs> during that time. <laughs> during that time. That was true. Um, but 
I'm I'm just come see me, man. I'm a beast. There's I'm, I'm everybody good at knows comedy. that though. I mean, I, I, I'm so, telling you, dear, I hear it. So I I'm, hear gonna a, I'm gonna have a good time at Carolines. It's what I do. I'm here. I'm here to have a good time. I want everybody to be as safe as possible. Though. You can't make my show because you're being healthy. I don't mind that either. All right. Well, thank you again, D-Ray, for joining us. You can check him out at Caroline's all weekend long. Make sure you check out my guy, D-Ray Davis, man. One of the funniest comedians doing it consistently for a long time. And like, like I told D-Ray, it's true. Like I hear a lot of comedians. It's two comedians people talk about a lot. I don't know if they give them their props to their face. But D-Ray and Corey Holcomb, people, com- other comedians talk about them a lot mm-hmm. and with, with, with reverence. That's right. Yeah, shout out to D-Ray. All right? And on Saturday, I'm going to be out in Pennsylvania. Sunday, I'm going to be in South Carolina. They do a big car show out in South Carolina? They do. Where's that? I mean, they always do big car shows in South Carolina, but where, where, where is this one? Probably Orangeburg, maybe? They call it the Big uh, big Boys Car Show. Orangeburg, maybe maybe, maybe upstate see. South Carolina. Look like it says Dillon. Oh, yeah, Dillon. Yeah. Dillon, South Carolina. The Big Boys Car and Bike Show. So I'm going to go check All them right. out. All right. I'm going to host that. Well, this weekend, I'm going to be in Miami. I'll be doing a Bitcoin event. Uh, hosting this panel, and I'll be on there. Rick Ross is going to be performing at the end of it, and that's on the Sea Fair. So if anybody's in Miami and they want to come out, and tonight, if you're at home or you're out and about, you can look at my face, a Facebook audio room that I'm doing, Marseille Martin's Facebook room. It's me and Karen Civil. So if anybody's interested in that, uh, we'll be talking about manifesting your dreams future. All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, my positive note, man, the end of the week comes from Marianne Williamson. Salute to Marianne Williamson. We've had her here on The Breakfast Club uh, a, a couple of times. But Marianne has a quote, I'm better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday, but hopefully not as good as I'll be tomorrow. We're constantly getting better, people. Have a great weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> 